0: Hey, this is Bill Moseley, I'm Chop Top, I'm Otis, I'm Luigi Largo, and Johnny from Night of the Living Dead, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Horror Squad Podcast. Tonight, we're talking about 2020's The Hunt, which was in theaters and now is currently streaming on Amazon Prime, things like that, for 19.99. dollars uh, directed by Mr. Craig Zobel. And tonight, we are Sam List. Uh, she is Sam List. Sam List. There you go. She's busy at work, uh, so we're short her, and we miss her, of course, and also coronavirus still going strong but we're gonna skip talking about that because that's all you hear about nowadays in the news so we're gonna talk about horror for you guys so steve joe what's going on
2: hello steve i want to hear about the beer you're drinking tonight because i know you said you're gonna start drinking like a different beer every time we record so i want to hear what you got going on tonight
0: yeah i don't know if i mentioned on the podcast last week or not um but i decided since uh Just to try something new. I usually always drink kind of the same beer. When I I always have a beer or two when I do these podcasts. And I have a bunch of uh, like IPA beers and local beers and stuff like that. And I figured, let's try a different one every week and see what it's like. I tried one called Double Chocolate last week, and it was pretty bad. Uh, The beer itself is okay, but the aftertaste was really not that great. And this week, we are doing Railway City dead elephant india pale ipa so uh yeah excited to see what this is all about it's apparently got slight candy and biscuit notes so we shall see
2: all right is that a canadian brewer i'm
0: assuming or i'm almost sure uh yeah st thomas ontario yeah it's a canadian
2: brewer nice cool yep are you you guys drinking anything or no so fun fact for people who don't know, I go to work immediately after we work, We finish recording. I work the night shift right now, so no beer for me, unfortunately.
1: Just drinking juice. Gin? Gin and juice? No, just regular juice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boring. Yeah. I remember back in the day, we used to get like, shit-faced every, every podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, we went through a streak where I don't remember... Any of (laughs) the (laughs) episodes. Yeah. Those are fun.
2: Yeah.
1: But now we're more refined.
2: (laughs) Yes. I mean, maybe when we, definitely if we do like an episode we record on a Friday or Saturday, I'll definitely have a few beers. But yeah.
1: Yeah, we could do like a special edition episode if we, I don't even know what number one.
2: This is episode one. 116.
1: Oh, wow. Maybe for like 125 or 150 or something, we can do a Friday night drink at certain moments
2: episode definitely
0: absolutely cool all right you guys want to get into some questions sure all right so you can ask us those questions on social media at the horror squad podcast or you can send us an email at the horror squad podcast at Gmail. We got a few questions this week. Some of them are actually uh, just for the hunt, so we're going to save those for a little bit later. But let's get on to an email we got. So that's a a rare one there. So this one comes from Aaron, known as Horror with Sir Sturdy. It says, first question, uh, isn't horror-related, but i got to know why Joe doesn't brag about the amazing clam chowder out there.
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah, clam chowder is great no doubt about it. Uh you, you know there's a few spots. You got to go like actually um so Boston definitely has some good spots, but also uh anywhere basically on the uh, ocean front, uh, places like Salisbury, Massachusetts, has some great stuff out there. And even places here in Salem cuz we're on the waterfront. Um uh, but Newburyport as well. Um basically just stick to the ocean. And uh yeah, we you, you do definitely have some great clam chowder, so yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, can't say I'd ever brag about it, but it's, it's definitely good, very good, and great seafood in general. So,
0: yeah. Is it's that cool. what you'd say is like your the specialty from your area for as far as food wise is clam chowder?
2: I mean, I guess that's like a that's definitely a big one, and we're also known for our beans, <laughs> Boston beans, like chili beans, beans? like Boston, oh, baked Boston beans is like a big thing. Uh, Boston cream pie. Mm. Also, like another big one, cream pies. Um, I mean, I know there's like <laughs> other stuff I'm like not thinking of, but like mainly just fresh seafood, I guess, would be like our thing we're best known for. Yeah. And Tom, what about you, Who, was, who we lost?
0: Yeah. Of course. Well, no, <laughs>
2: not anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Good luck in Tampa, sir. <laughs>
1: well, he's gonna. He's. Gonna, he's. I think he's gonna get like a uh, what was the quarterback for Tampa Bay when they won the Super Bowl? Brad Johnson, I think. Yes. I think he's gonna pull a Brad Johnson, old dude, win, retire, boom.
2: Yeah, I could we'll see. see. I could see it. They they have a lot of uh, talent there. We'll even see if the NFL season happens, but.
1: Yeah, opening day for all your baseball fans today, and uh, I'm bummed, but yeah, whatever. Uh, what food in this area, Steve? Yeah, what? what's like the specialty in your area? Fried chicken. Right? Uh, w- Yeah, Kentucky's known for fried chicken. The Kentucky Fried Chicken originated here. Um, But a thing I didn't know of until I moved here was something called Cincinnati Chili. Um, Because Cincinnati and uh, Indiana and all that shit are 20 minutes. So it's like a tri-state area. Um, So everyone has it. It's kind of like chili with like a chocolate kind of powder, no beans. I I don't really like beans and chili to begin with. Um, And it's called a five-way, too, where you get spaghetti... Chili, onions, whatever you want, um, and then you eat it. It's like everyone raves about it. It's, it's pretty good. If you like chili, it's good, but it's nothing that I would – if I, like, move tomorrow, I wouldn't miss it, you know?
0: Right. Well, what do you miss the most about uh, California as far as food? <laughs> oh, the food, man. All of it. Because yeah. <laughs>
1: California has, like – Every everybody Mexicans you know black people um, Chinese every race every creed whatever so you get like the best of their food, um so like whatever you feel like having you can get it and it's always excellent, opposed to Kentucky where you think Kentucky you think you know ninety nine point nine percent white people which isn't a bad thing it's just like the food is just like you like Cincinnati or like wings and that's it there's no there's no variety I love wings but absolutely no variety the mexican food's terrible chinese food's terrible um yeah so the food's the best plus have you ever had in and out any of you guys yes you like it's what'd you think of it joe
2: um i thought it was it was good uh me and sam actually we were driving back from texas frightmare weekend actually when sam used to live in kansas we so we drove from kansas to dallas and there was an In-N-Out, and, and we drove by it, and then we ended up, like, getting off the exit just because we wanted to try it. And it was solid. I mean, I really liked their uh, animal fries. Is that what they're called?
1: Oh, my – yes, animal-style yes, fries, those are, dude.
2: Those were amazing. And I'm sure – So, Sam, yeah, In-N-Out. I'm sure Sam's listening right now and really probably wants to chime in next in the next room. She
1: <laughs> she probably had the protein burger since she's vegetarian, right, wrapped in lettuce and
2: stuff. I can't remember what she had, honestly, but
1: – But, uh
2: – yeah, there's okay. She just screamed it.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're, nothing beats like California's variety of food. It's just excellent. Hmm. But uh, what about Canadian? I mean, besides stereotypes like Canadian bacon, which you said isn't a thing,
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> is Which <laughs> <laughs> one? Um, yeah. So where I live now in Ottawa, there really isn't anything special. But where I come from, uh, Montreal, they're like really their cuisine is really like. Crazy, a little bit like way you describe California stuff from like all over the place. A lot of different ethnic foods and stuff. But as far as what they're known for, there's really three things they're known for. Uh, primarily uh, poutine. I don't know if you guys ever had poutine or real poutine, which is uh, like a sex slang. <laughs> it's uh, fries gravy and cheese curds. Um, it's like amazing. It's really like the best drunk food <laughs> like ever. It's yeah, just complete. It's awesome. If ever you guys came to Canada, that'd be the first thing I'd make you guys try. And they're also known for their bagels and their smoked meat. Uh, like their smoked meat, there. If you go there at certain places, there's going to be a line every single morning out the door. It's just like they're really, really famous for that, and it's amazing. Just awesome food there. So yeah, yes. that's, yeah that's I love, it. I love food, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. I love uh, clam chowder too. When you're talking about that, it's so good. Um, But before we uh, went into more emails, we are having a show about Stuart Gordon next week. Uh, he did pass and, you know, made a lot of uh, good movies in the horror genre. So we are going to
0: talk about him, but we're dedicating an episode to him next week. So look forward to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so th- th- going on with Aaron's email here, he says, Did you guys know about this online con, and what are your thoughts on it? Me, personally, I think it is pretty cool. Honestly, nothing like in person. But you get your fix kind of like porn and rubbing a few out. Not as satisfying, but you get your nut.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, did you guys
0: hear about this online, con?
2: I haven't heard anything about it,
0: no. Oh. No. Okay. Yeah, he actually So he, he, he sent a, a link. It's a romeropictures.com. So if you guys want to go check it out, uh, I'm assuming it's just going to be kind of celebrities doing panels uh, and putting it all in line and stuff so like panels from home kind of thing um, yeah so I think it's a cool the, idea uh,
2: do you have the address for the fans So or are the listeners I got it I got it
1: right here just how it sounds from merripictures.com merripictures
2: Maro yeah. oh cool alright
1: tickets you have to buy tickets for it when is it does it say um it is it doesn't have anything off the top of my head and so I'll look at it while you guys continue to talk.
2: All right. I know. Um, yeah, actually, so... there was just a big convention that was supposed to be happening here in a couple of weeks called Daughters of Darkness. Um, it was supposed to be a you know a big weekend convention, and they are moving to a digital platform, virtual platform as well. Um, so if anyone wants to support some local um, artists and local ma- like makers and stuff like that. Um, check it out, I think it is April, like I think it's the first weekend in April but you can get all the information, just search Daughters of Darkness on Facebook, Instagram, all that, you can get info on there but um, there should be a lot of cool stuff so check it out and it's all, uh, I think it's all female um, oriented um, makers as well so yeah, pretty cool, me and Sam went last year to the event and it was uh, really cool and I got a cool
1: a few cool things there so yeah so this con's 28th 29th of march and uh basically yeah it's all panels and you can pay extra money to get one to two minutes of like a basically like a skype session with them
2: Did does it say who's gonna like be on these panels and stuff like anyone uh who's, they like, got noteworthy they got
1: kane hotter
2: okay um uh,
1: kane hotter
2: uh
1: christina a good one um, R. H Miloff, who's here? TCM, oh, Mer- right. Amelia Kincaid, David Horton, Thornton, David Howard Thornton, excuse me, Linnea Quigley, Michael Barramis. Oh, some good names in there, well, but I, think, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's
2: pretty cool. What are they charging? did it
1: say? I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. Oh, well,
2: that's still yeah. pretty cool. Oh,
1: 20 bucks all day access, which is
2: that's not bad.
1: Strange. It's strange though because it's online. You know, it's right. like. Right. But.
2: But it'll keep you entertained for the day anyway, and it's a lot more than going to a con, I guess. You know, I mean, a lot cheaper than going to, like, an actual con. So, something
0: to to keep you entertained. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Aaron's last uh, bit here, it says, last question, who, if any of you awesome fuckers, will be a guest on my show? Steve is this Saturday, and there will be a live audio link, so you can listen in and join the confo and call. Keep up the awesome work. So... This Saturday at 3 p.m., uh, I'm going to be on the Horror with Sir Sturdy show as a guest uh, promoting this podcast, and we're going to talk about a movie I talk about a lot, so I'm glad I can finally get it off my chest, and that's Killer Sofa. Uh,
2: uh, I you were ne- going <laughs> to say one body.
0: <laughs> but, no, 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 I'm saving that for, uh, for us. <laughs> um yeah, so we're going to talk about Killer Sofa, we're going to talk some horror, and I'm going to talk about our podcast and stuff. So if you guys want to watch it live, it'll be Saturday at 3. I'll post a link on our Facebook group, and then I'll post the links uh, later when you can watch on like YouTube and different podcast networks and stuff like that. Uh, he's, a, he's a great dude, great horror uh, channel, Horror Sir Sturdy. I couldn't recommend it more, and I look forward to it. Awesome.
2: <laughs> Very
0: cool. All right. Moving on here. Uh, Let's see. Just going to make sure. Okay. So this question I actually forgot to read last week, so I'm sorry. Uh, Just got lost in the shuffle. It's from Rise Horror Corner. It's, would you rather have your memory wiped so you can enjoy seeing your favorite horror film again for the first time or have a new sequel made?
2: I'd say memory wiped.
0: Hmm. I guess it all depends, really.
1: To be cool, I'll, I'll do memory wipe.
2: Yeah, imagine like I couldn't yeah. like imagine seeing like The Exorcist for, again for the first time, or something like, or like you know, Dawn of the Dead or The Shining or any of those. Be pretty much so, so,
0: if you could wipe your memory on only one movie, which ones would you guys pick? <sighs>
2: it's so hard.
0: Probably Jaws.
2: Mm, that's a good one.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, oh, that's really hard, but I i think I'm going to go The Exorcist with Blair Witch close that's
0: behind. Good. Oh, yeah. Blair, Blair Witch with that feeling of thinking it's real. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that, that'd be a great one. Uh, I'd, I'd say Dawn of the Dead just because I'd, it's such, such a crazy movie. I'd love to experience it for the first time again. Uh, yeah, and I'd also pick that because there is a sequel to my favorite film, so I don't need another one made. I saw the last few uh, George Romero zombie films, and they weren't, uh, weren't my favorite, to say the least. Uh, let's see. Okay, we've got a few Hunt questions here, so let me go to one last one. These ones comes from Mandy. She says, Hey, squad. Hope you're all staying safe. If you were in a Battle Royale situation like The Hunt or The Hunger Games, what would your strategy be to win? You gotta kill the first
1: guy right right away I think that's a big problem that people big mistake people make is that they're trying to make friends with each other you know what I mean
2: mm-hmm. I was gonna say I think I mean, you, you can't be afraid to backstab people as bad as that sounds but in those situations yeah.
1: <laughs> you can't you can't trust anyone
2: yeah
1: yeah so don't don't team up with anybody kill the first guy ambush people and don't make relationships
2: d t a
0: <laughs> exactly yeah that's right uh yeah i would hide and just like ambush people and i don't want people to know i exist like i don't want them to know that i'm there and i just kind of try to pick them off one by one as opposed to just running into the group and trying to kill everyone and exposing myself so that would be my strategy um her second question i missed the movie theater experience which horror classic that you never got to see at a theater what you most like to see at a theater
2: um i still have yet to see it in the theater so i'm going to go with the shining
1: I, why didn't you go last year man
2: i forget there was a it was, was a reason we couldn't go but cuz uh, we we've seen quite a few classics in the theaters like the, the halloween and mm-hmm. actually i haven't seen the exorcist in the theaters yet either but i'll go with the shining
1: yeah, man, it was awesome last year.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I'd go Dawn of the Dead because I haven't seen that. And you know, I, I went to that damn con and they didn't have it at playing
0: there, which is a travesty.
2: Yeah,
0: I saw Dawn in theater. It was awesome. It was a great experience, oh, man. You did. Yeah, I saw the trilogy. Like th-
2: uh, I saw it was uh, a thirty-five
0: millimeter cut. Yep. Uh, I saw it. Night. Night. Uh, they they actually showed. Interesting because the original Night is uh it's public domain but they actually showed tom savini's night then dawn and then uh data the dead so oh, wow. which i think I'd, I'd be upset about that yeah i don't know it's weird you'd think they'd take the one that's public domain right yeah. like sure. anyway uh, but yeah it was, it was great uh, anyway for me god i'm not sure i've seen a lot of them in theater but i'd probably i don't think i've ever seen nightmare on elm street mm. in theater so that would be one that would be really fun
2: definitely
0: uh, oh fuck! I really don't want to read this one, but <laughs> I told her I would. She says, "Make Steve tell you his library story, Elameo." So, oh, oh fuck. okay, because <laughs> yeah. uh, you know we're, we're kind of like working and stuff together, and I her the story, and she wanted me to tell it on the podcast. So as it's as I've said in the last few episodes, I had a certain job uh, around college that uh, I did, you know, with uh, adult films. And what uh, when I was in college, I had a sex class. And it, we just learned about like different aspects of sex and stuff, nothing too crazy. And we had to do a presentation. And we had to pick a subject and present it to the class. So I picked uh, strange fetishes because I, I thought it was an interesting subject, one that really fascinates me because I don't understand them. And to kind of visualize to the class what I was talking about, I asked my boss if it'd be okay if I took a few films and brought it to the class, which is he said, of course, no problem. Uh, this was back when there was like still a lot of VHS, so I took four VHS tapes of really weird kind of fetish films, and I brought them for my presentation. So I go through my day during my you know uh, back, backpack and stuff, and nothing out of the ordinary. And right before class, I go to the library and meet up with a friend before going to my sex class. And nothing's going on and everything. As I'm exiting the library, the fucking metal detector thing goes off. And immediately I'm like, oh, fuck, my films in my bag have that stupid metal strip that you need to use it to, you know, uh, not have theft at your store. So the librarian girl is looking at me, and she's like, up to your bag, I have the weirdest like, fetish films in my bag, and I don't know what to do. I'm like, do I run? do I like try to explain it to her and my friend's dying laughing so here I am with this super like kind of you know older woman, and I'm taking out the film that I try to, to her what she's going for, and she's just giving me like the death stare oh my god it was it was just crazy yeah was was it like um uh... I want to know what kind of titles we got. Oh, I I, I remember three of them. There was one that was a foot. Uh, there was a, well, I don't know the titles, but there was a foot one. um there was on no, toes. <laughs> there there's a nylon one. She's on there, nylons. Right, and there was one that was like kind of um like a fairy adventure. It was like. Uh, what are those goat men called there? Uh, uh, shoot, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like like the, those guys with a fairy in a forest. It's kind of a play on um, what's that movie called, The Line Witch and the Wardrobe, kind of thing. Oh my god, I was so embarrassed. I wanted to die. So that was my story. Is uh, like, what do you do in that situation? You know, it's just it, it was like a sitcom. Like as soon as I heard those bells ring, uh, like my. It's like I came out of my body, and there was a voiceover that said, and then I, just, I knew what, what had just happened, and I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, super embarrassing. <laughs> so that, that was a story. Thank you, Mandy. Really appreciate it. Um, and that's all the questions we have for now, because the rest are all the hunt-related. Wait. chill. Cool. What we got going on now? What watched? Yes, sir.
2: Once you uh, tell us about Exorcist Three, Joe. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so I, based on both Steve and Todd's recommendation last week, I think it was Steve, right, that put had it on his top five Amazon. Yeah, was it? yeah I
0: know. did. Mm-hmm.
2: That's yeah, right. so based on uh, both your recommendations, I went and checked out Exorcist Three. Sam did as well, so maybe she can share her thoughts next episode or whatever. Um, but yeah, so went into it. I really had. No expectations, honestly. Just based, you know, a little excited based on what you guys had told me. Um, fun fact: I've actually never seen any of the extra sequels. Um, I think I did watch like bits and pieces of part two, but I, I really don't remember much about it. Um, so yeah, went into this really fresh, and uh, overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was—I felt like it, it took a little bit to get going for sure, um, but once it did, it got really, really good. Uh, Brad Dourif gave an awesome performance uh, as the serial killer. Uh, I liked the tie-in story. I liked that they brought Father Karras back there. Um, that was a cool little um, thing they did. And, you know, the, the whole body possession thing. It was very interesting. I mean, it was very different, obviously, than, like, the original Exodus, But I'm glad they didn't try to copy, like, you know, what made the first one so unique and original. They kind of did their own thing with this one. And George C. Scott, obviously, I mean, dude's an awesome actor, so he was great in it as well. And yeah, overall, I, I, I really dug it.
1: It's better than the first did
2: one? You... Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> not better than the first one. <laughs> uh,
0: did, did you read about that movie at all, uh, Joe?
2: I didn't. I didn't really look too much into
0: it. Uh, so basically, uh, they he made uh, like a, a completely different film And the studio made him reshoot the entire last third to include Father Karras and to make it an exorcist film because it wasn't originally going to be necessarily an exorcist film. Uh And there's just a lot of really interesting things they cut out of the film. Uh, Just like there are are things like, you know that priest that he kills at one point uh, through through the uh, confessional hole? Yeah. Well, there's there's a shot of him, uh, of the priest holding his own head. Uh, in that curtain that they completely just cut out of the movie and there's only the only evidence of it is like a picture in Germany because they lost the footage and there's just there's a lot of really interesting stuff so to everyone who wants to know more check out uh, The Exorcist 3 kind of behind the scenes stuff it's really interesting
2: cool Uh, I will say though I actually think the last third of the movie is my favorite part so I mean I'll actually go with the studio on this one and say I think they made a good choice
1: What'd you think of the nurse jump scare?
2: The, um, I'm trying to remember which one. Oh, like, she, like the across. Yeah. Which, yeah. That was good. Mm. Yeah. It was, yeah. Like as much as I hoped. I mean, yeah. I mean, I it didn't like get me or anything, but it, it was, it was good. Uh, I mean, my favorite part was probably like, you know, the part where they fucking like, uh, him and Karis have that really long scene. Um, in the in the room together that's that was awesome they have like it's the first time we see karras and him the second part the second time is really good too obviously when he goes into the full possession mode but yeah i mean yeah it's good good stuff yeah
1: i love that movie
2: yeah dory i mean brad Dorff really was, was fantastic in it but every time i heard hear his voice i just hear chucky it's like so dumb. yeah yeah <laughs> That guy, yeah. he's a great actor, man. He is.
0: He is, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Have you unlike, God? Uh, Yeah, I had him sign my Halloween remake poster, of all things. Oh, nice. Yeah. He, um, like I was going to say, unlike Robert England, like he's actually like a legit good actor and yeah, everything.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, you guys met met him? Yes,
2: I met Grandpa? him. I had him sign a uh, original Child's Play poster.
0: Yeah, like, a I haven't, but I was supposed to in June, so I was
2: kind of bummed about yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: he's a little grumpy, but he's, maybe he's just older. Yeah, he was. He was. He was okay when I met him, but he was my friend had a bad experience with him because he like asked him like a serious question, and I guess he was kind of grumpy about it. <laughs> so,
1: what was a serious question?
2: I forget because my buddy's like a right, like a he's like really big into like philosophy and writing and stuff so he asked him like something pertaining to one of his characters or something i i think like he was like would you like who would you rather be remembered for like worm tongue or like billy bibbit like based on like their like i don't know like characters or something and he was like i don't really care (laughs) oh jeez yeah
1: man i'm just acting yeah that's a bummer I watched one, um, a Spanish film called Killer Crocodile from 1989, Severin Films, if you get all the collectors out there, put out a double feature of Killer Crocodile 1 and 2, I only watched number 1, and basically what it is, is there's like a swamp, it's supposed to be like a South American country, I think, and as there's a swamp where they're dumping radioactive waste, of course that, uh, turns a crocodile into like a gigantic one. All practical, um. It looks cheap, but it's really fun because, you know, they dedicate themselves to the effects. And, uh, yeah, you just have your typical group of... Uh, there's, like, an environmentalist, and at first they're trying to protect the crocodile, and it kills some one of their friends, and they're like, screw it, let's kill him. Um, and then we just go around trying to kill him. It's like a rip-off of Jaws. They cite um, Jaws a lot in the, in the movie, or in the making of, like, hey, we're you know basically ripping this off. But it's, um, it's very good. It's a very fun movie. You can get it, like, on... Hamilton books, I think, for sixteen bucks, which is a really good deal for a Severin
0: film. So, Killer Crocodile, oh, very cool. Um, so, I actually rewatched uh, The Exorcist three as well, uh, just because when I recommended it, and then we were talking about it with Joe last week, I'm like, you know what, I would really want to rewatch it again. It had been a long time since I'd seen it, but yeah, it holds up. I really, really enjoy it. Um, it's just. You know, the, the scares are on point. Uh, I, see, Todd, I, I get it. The the nurse scene really still gets me. Like, it just freaks me out. I remember seeing it as a kid, and it really spooked me as a kid. I don't know what it is about it. It just, oh, my God, it got really under my nerves. Um, it's a great scene. Also, when the old lady is, like, climbing up on the ceiling and stuff, uh, oh, yeah. I thought that, that was a really cool scene. And I just fucking love uh, George C. Scott, man. Like you know, that's why I picked a changeling in uh, the 100th episode. I just love him as an actor and just what he brings to the table. Uh, he's so like personable, but like I don't know, serious. I don't know, There's something about him that I really, really like. And the movie's fantastic. Like, don't sleep on this one. It's such a great film, and it's the like perfect Exorcist equal uh, exorcist two is fucking weird. Like I would not recommend that movie at all. Um, exorcist three is where you should watch it. So exorcist one, exorcist three, and then the exorcist TV show that that's what you should watch. Is there so, any
2: more after it was three, the last one or did they do? A no,
0: there, there, there's two prequels. So, Oh, I've seen the inter- prequels actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, yeah. So yeah, exactly. So the sequel, uh, there's two prequels, which was an interesting story too, because they filmed one completely Made it. Studio didn't like it. Refilmed the entire movie, uh, different actors and stuff, and it's actually the first one that people liked more than the the one that the studio made and remake. So I
2: remember yeah. I remember liking the first prequel. There, it's got uh, Skarsgård, right? Yeah, Stellan mm-hmm. Skarsgård. Yeah, Still, yeah. I remember liking that. It's been a long time, but I remember thinking that one was okay. Yeah,
0: yeah for sure. But they're they're not great, I and mean, that's. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So, really, I would say one, three in the TV show, or if you're next to friends.
2: Well, a shout yep. out to uh, our there. loyal listener as well, uh, <laughs> Kayla Lanay, because um, she's been killing it on our uh, recommendations from last last week. She's been tagging us on her social media, um, and she's already during this during the quarantine has watched. Killer Sofa, The Axis Three, Creep Two, Cheap Thrills, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, Summer of '84, and um, just as this episode was getting ready to record, she started on chasm, So um, yeah, so she's killing it. Yeah, she is. And uh, send us in like your quick thoughts on or like your ratings on all the ones you watched based on our recommendations. I would love to hear what you thought what your ratings are for each one, for sure. And same goes for all the listeners, too. And, yes, tag us just like uh, Kayla does on social media so uh, we can follow up with you guys. Is it my turn?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh,
2: okay, perfect. All right, my uh, next one that I watched this week was a movie called Ravers. Um, This one is a 2020 release. um, Low-budget indie movie uh, about basically this energy drink company that's going out of business and the guy's handing everyone like their pink, their, you know, pink stubs or whatever you want to call it, their pink slips or whatever, laying everyone off. And, uh, the guy hands one of the guys, the pink slip and he like bangs into the machine and the, the ingredients get all mixed up and basically create like this ultra, like, like, crazy energy drink that turns people crazy. Uh, and this, you see this like happen. And then all of a sudden we flash forward to the plant being like closed down after like this massacre happened. And uh, now these p- p- people are like throwing a, a rave, a secret like underground rave in this warehouse. And they find the energy drinks um, in the back room. They start handing it out to all the people, uh, in the rave and madness ensues from there. Um, it's an okay movie. I mean, obviously it, it's low budget, it's indie, but it has some really fun moments in it. Um, would I recommend it highly? No, but it's like a decent time, uh, time passer, but, um, yeah, I mean, not something I would super recommend, but it, it was decent.
1: Alrighty, um, my last and not least one was Friday the 13th Past uh, what, a week and a half, two weeks ago now, um, so I watched Friday the 13th part 3, 3D, which is an amazing movie, um, I don't, like. I never liked the bikers, the, the whole biker subplot to it, um, but other than that, you have a lot of firsts for the series, you have Michael, not Michael, you have Jason getting his hockey mask, um, I guess that's the first in the series, but um, it's got really good characters. I think it's got one of those female casts of all time. They all look great. Um, it's got annoying-ass Shelley who's playing practical jokes on everyone. And he actually brings Michael. Or damn, it! keep saying Michael. Jason is Mask. And if you haven't seen it, and um, you love Slashers, you love Jason, obviously, you need to watch Part 3 because it's got some great effects in there. Yeah, 3D stuff is cheesy a little bit, but they tried their best. And you see that there's a lot of heart put into all the effects, which is, um, for the most part, pretty damn good
2: the
0: best soundtrack oh yeah perfect um all
2: right my second
0: one is a movie i watched while I was in south carolina and one i hadn't seen in a long time and i was really interested to see it again and that's event horizon um so it's a space movie with sam neill basically a uh, a ship like this big space station is looking for another space station that was lost in space And then they find it, they connect to it, and they try to figure out what happened to the crew. And Sam Neill gets infected and becomes crazy and starts killing people. And It's just a really cool film, very atmospheric. Uh, Absolutely adore this film. Uh, My only critique, having rewatched it now, is that the effects don't really hold up at all. Uh, This is some early CGI being in the 90s, and they are really terrible. But if you can get past that, it's actually a pretty cool film, and I would highly recommend it. Yeah, it's too bad the uncut version was lost to
1: time. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a shame. It's a good movie.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, All right, my last one I got tonight is... um, I've decided to go back and start watching uh, Masters of Horror. It's been a really long time. Uh, If you don't... People who aren't familiar, Masters of Horror was a very popular anthology series that was on Showtime back in the 90s. Did either of you guys watch them? Yes, sir. No.
1: No? I watched Fear Itself as well, if you ever watched that one.
2: Uh, No, never have.
1: It's kind of like a spinoff version. Pretty good? It's not as good, but it's got some good stuff. All
2: right. Well, so I kind of, I didn't decide to like start right from the beginning. I'm kind of jumping around based on like, you know, the directors and stuff. So, the first one I decided to watch was John Carpenter's Cigarette Burns, which I'm sure you're familiar with, Todd.
1: Yeah, that one's actually pretty creepy.
2: Yeah, uh, so, I really liked this one. Uh, Stars uh, Norman Reedus, of course, from Walking Dead fame, played Daryl. But yeah, basically, the story is, it's actually a really good story, um, and it kind of grabbed me right away, but it's about... um, you know, uh, Norman Reese's character, he owns a movie theater, kind of plays, you know, like, uh, you know, more obscure type movies and stuff like that, I mean, everyone knows those kind of theaters, and he is hired by uh, a private collector, played by Udo Kier, um, to find a movie that basically has never been seen by anyone besides one theater, and it, like, and I think the theater, like, I think there was a fire, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. But there was, like, a big tragedy um, surrounding this movie. And essentially, the movie is cursed, you know. For, and uh, so, when goes out searching for this movie, and I'll kind of leave it at that. Um, from there, you know, then on out, he kind of, you know, gets into some creepy stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it's really well done. I, it, you know, you've got to remember, it's not, like, a full-length movie or anything. It's an hour-long episode. Obviously, they're working with a budget and whatnot, but um, it's really well done. It's, um, you know, very well directed, obviously. It's a really original story, um, and yeah, some really genuinely creepy scenes, so I, I highly recommend it.
1: Yeah, there's some good episodes on that show, man. I, I like um, Ethan Embry's
2: pretty good. Yes, and we should all try to watch the Stuart Gordon one for next week if we can. We'll is uh I forget, this is? I forget what it's called. I, I'll look it up, though, and I'll I'll send you guys the info on it. Or I'll look it up now while out. you guys are
1: doing this. I want to say chocolate, but that may, might have been Mick Garris' one, or one of his.
0: Uh, I only watched two since we last recorded, so Steve. All right. Uh, before I go to my last one, I just want to say that I did whole, uh, like watch the movie that Sam told me to for the Super Bowl bet, which is... The House is October Built. I watch actually one and two, uh, but I'm going to wait for Sam to come back on the show before I actually talk about them. But I did fulfill that bet, so just for the record. Uh, what I will talk about is a TV show on Netflix called I Am Not Okay With This. This is a show starring Sophia Willis and Wyatt Oles, who are known as Beverly and Stanley in the It to Remake series. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect with this show. I had seen the trailer, because I think Joe sent it to us to review at one point, but we didn't actually do it, ended up reviewing it on the show. So I knew it was kind of about superpowers and stuff, so I was like, whatever. You know, I, I like them as actors. Sophia Willis, I think, is going to be a great horror actress one day. Uh, and it's only seven 20-minute episodes, so it's really just like watching one movie, which uh, I don't know why they did it so so short. And I got to say... It's fucking fantastic. Like, I really, really enjoyed this series. (laughs) And the reason I'm telling you guys is because it does, in the later episodes, start to go into horror territory. And I highly, highly recommend it. My only complaint is that it's so short because I want to see more. I feel like just when it really started to get going, the show ended. And now I have to wait for God knows how long to get a season two. So... If you have, like, two hours to spare, I highly recommend this show. Yeah, it's called I Am Not Okay With This. It's a Netflix exclusive. Hmm. Cool. Sounds cool.
2: Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've heard people say it's kind of like uh, Carrie meets uh, John Hughes movie.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, cool. yeah, that, that's a accurate description. It's, re- it's really good. It's really well made. And both Sophia Willis and Wyatt Olaf are really, really great in it, so... Who's Wyatt? What's Wyatt from? Uh, Stanley. He was Stanley in it. Oh, okay. He's Yeah, he's actually also Stanley in this, which is weird. But uh, (laughs) man, I talking about Netflix. I saw that platform trailer, and I got some sweet cube vibes from it. I gotta watch it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe in two weeks we'll review that one. We were gonna review next week, unfortunately, uh, with Stuart Gordon passing away. We decided to do a tribute episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, maybe the platform will be right after that.
2: Yeah, I've heard, I've been hearing good things about it. So we'll see. Apparently it's dubbed over English on Netflix. So Ugh, yeah, I, I don't I know how that. I feel about I that. I hate honestly, that. But <laughs> yeah, I think I might try to, I think though your Netflix lets you, because they did the same thing with Marianne and me and Sam watched like a couple episodes mm-hmm. with the dubbing and I was like, this is awful. And then I realized that Netflix lets you choose like you got to go into settings, but you can watch it without the dubbing. So. I will do that and also the Stuart Gordon <laughs> episode of Masters of Horror is called Dreams in the Witch House
1: uh, okay
2: so, um, I watched by the way I watched Cigarette Burns on YouTube it was available the full episode on YouTube so I'm assuming uh, the ones may also be available on YouTube so yeah mm-hmm.
1: and by the way yeah you're right um, the platform's in German you just gotta change it to German yep cool nice Oops, you can probably hear it. Um, anyone else got anything? I, you know, I haven't watched, it's not horror, but I've been watching Better Call Saul. I'm in season, episode I heard two. I it's
2: amazing, Todd. I watched the first two seasons and I really liked it. And then I, for whatever reason, I kind of got away from it, but I, I really want to revisit it.
1: Yeah, I'm in season two right now. It's definitely not looking bad, um, but it, I mean, totally different tone. But it's cool to see all like the, some of the minor characters from Breaking Bad. That's pretty sweet so far. So I've heard it's gotten that. like amazing though.
2: Like I
0: think they're on yeah, season you, four you, now. You, yeah, you said season two, Todd? Uh, yeah, I'm like four or five episodes in. Yeah, it, it gets so much better in like yeah. the later seasons, and it, this is the last season. I think it's season five. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's just it just gets better. I find the first few seasons are a bit slow. Um, but once it picks up there, it, it really goes in Breaking Bad territory. Okay. Yeah. Basically it's a lawyer show right now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it lasts, I thought they, it went too long that way. Like two full seasons almost of just him be, basically being a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it gets good. Yeah. I'm interested to
1: see like what happens to his girlfriend, Kim and what? Dickhead Howard, know. his brother, like now these characters in Breaking Bad. So the yeah, it's gonna be cool. Um,
2: yeah. yeah, but that's all I had.
0: What we got now? Uh,
2: I guess news?
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. But, but before we get to news, I just want to report back on the beer, which I just finished. Uh, it was uh, uh, a, little, a little gross. To be yeah, goofy, goofy. <laughs> <little> <laughs> yeah, it tastes a little bit like dead elephant. Right? <laughs> uh, so I think I'm going to go take a break and get myself some Deadly Grounds coffee.
2: Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee.
1: Speaking of elephant, have you ever had an elephant ear? No.
2: I have, yeah. Like yeah, a long, f- long time ago when I was a kid.
1: What, what yeah. is it? It's like, it's like a giant pastry, basically, yeah. like a funnel cake, but not.
2: Uh, you know,
0: actually, do you guys know what beaver tails are? Uh, no. no. Okay, I, I have a feeling the Canadian version of elephant ear is a beaver tail. It's basically a pastry that you put like cinnamon and sugar on. Exactly. It's just like a flat piece of dough, pretty much, with, like, yeah, okay. on it. Exactly. So, we, I guess we just Canadianized it with yours. <laughs> <laughs> what you got in the news book there?
2: Well, fun fact, Dreams in the Witch House is also available on YouTube, so you will be able to watch it um, for next Yeah, week. Check, check out Fear Itself, too. I think you might like a couple episodes. All right, right, will do. Um, all right, well, actually, I know Steve had a couple of things, so I'll let him
0: lead off if he wants to uh do i um i Uh, I thought you said something regarding
2: the walking dead or something
0: yeah so um so the walking dead is nearing the end of its 10th season right now and i know there's a lot of hate for this show among especially the horror community because anything something becomes popular people immediately start to want to hate it uh but i gotta say the last season has been fucking fantastic And even, like, critics are saying that it's really come back to the show that people fell in love with in the first place. And I've been really, really digging, especially this half season, kind of like since it came back from break. And we found out that, unfortunately, the season finale is delayed indefinitely. Uh, So they're going to end one episode short of their intended season finale because, uh, of course, with the coronavirus and everything, they edit and do the effects for their shows three weeks in advance, and because of that, they didn't get a chance to finish the finale, which I'm expecting to be VFX heavy because there's a lot of zombies with the Whisperer storyline this season. So yeah, so we're gonna be, it's gonna end an so short. I don't know if there's gonna be a cliffhanger or there, it's just gonna end weirdly, but yeah, it's where season finale is gonna be pushed back to whenever they can edit it, which God knows how long that'll be at this point. So. Sucks, but uh, if you fell off The Walking Dead, I gotta say, in the last two seasons since Angela Kang became the head of it, uh, it's been really, really good. And I'd recommend kind of jumping back in. And if you are, if it's been a few years and you don't want to kind of go to the back catalog, start at episode nine point five, which is when the whispers start coming in, and start it from there, and you won't have missed much. The last episode I saw
1: had an incident with um, severed heads on poles, and I oh, really yeah. liked
0: it. Well, maybe that. Uh, one, maybe it just, it was the second to last. Yeah, yeah, you saw probably a Blizzard episode after that.
1: But, uh, oh, yeah, 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 I did. Um, no. Is the season after that on Netflix, or is that the season you're talking about right now? No, it's the season currently
0: airing, so it's not on Netflix right now.
1: Gotcha, okay. I liked it. It, it definitely picked back up after
0: um, the, the lull that was the seasons that were before it, but I'm liking it. Yeah, and the Whisper storyline has been really great. And it's ironic because my two favorite characters now, for people who haven't been watching, is Negan and Judith, like the old baby. Like it's just, it's crazy. It's just the show's gotten so good. Yeah, Negan's not wrong, man. No, no. And He's actually, we're starting. To, they're, they're starting <laughs> to show that the last episode. I won't spoil it, but they're starting to show that you know what, Negan maybe wasn't that wrong after all. Yeah, oh, yeah. like he shouldn't have bashed people's brains in, but it. it it yeah kind of but did what do you At the same time, if you look at it from his perspective and you see what Rick's group did to his group, they kind of deserved it. you know
1: you know, I, I thought that episode was disturbing when Rick went into that one group and just like executed people
0: in their sleep. I was like, damn. What? Yeah, yeah, no, and the last episode, I, mean, I won't say like why crazy. they showed it, I'll just, but I'll, they I'll, someone I'll, reflected I'll, on had they joined Negan's right. group instead start, of Rick's group
2: the and, uh, and like, they that character
0: sees it from Negan's perspective, like wait a minute. If I'd been in this group, I would have also been a good person. But, been, you know, it's just like it's always a matter of opinion and a matter of what side you're on. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's a very, they, they pose interesting questions. It's a great show. Fortunately, we won't see the finale for a while. It's got to delay those movies, too, then, I imagine. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. And, yeah, they're starting to set up the movies as well. And it also delayed their new, their third spinoff. Uh, it's called One World, I think, which was a two-season beat in to the movie. So they, they said it's only a two-season show, and there's going to be a lead into the movie. So that's been delayed as well. That's all I had, to. All right.
2: Um, I have a question for you, though. Um, maybe a little spoilery, but I'll maybe you can address it without being too spoilery. But uh, I was talking to a kid at work who also watches Walking Dead. I just wanted to know your thoughts on how they kind of ended things with Michonne. Uh
0: I, I expected what was going to happen with Michonne. I had a feeling that's the direction they would go in, and I'm happy with that they actually ended up going that way. The episode itself was a little strange, but I'm excited to see the future of the show after this episode because it's really leading into something a lot bigger, which probably is going to lead to the movies. All right.
2: I know he was not happy. I will say that. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Well, the next bit of news I have here is, for those of you still in quarantine and isolation, something to look forward to um, as Killer Clowns from Outer Space will be heading to Netflix on April 1st. So you'll be able to watch that cult classic um, as also coming to Netflix on April 5th. This one, I I personally highly recommend I think a lot of people might not like it, but um, I talked about this one a lot on the show, um, I think last year or two years ago, but um, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, um, starring Colin Farrell. Um, I really loved that movie. It's definitely a little quirky, but um, I thought it was really well done. Did you watch that movie? I love movie, it, Colin too. Farrell?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Yep.
2: Did you see it yet, Steve?
0: No, but I'm writing it down. If it's going to be on Netflix,
2: uh Yeah, I mean, it's American Netflix, I can't guarantee about Canadian, but...
0: Yeah. I don't know if you have this as well, but another movie you had recommended that came to Shudder today, and that's Daniel Isn't Real. So, uh, that's another one I'm going to check out now that it's out as of today on Mm Shudder.
2: Yeah, that one's pretty good. Definitely recommend that one as well. That one's, like, a really good, um, that one's more, like, it's definitely, like, horror elements, but that one's more about, like, mental illness and whatnot, but um, it's really well done. Yeah, I, I haven't really heard anyone else talk about it, so I, I definitely want to hear some some thoughts on that one as well. Uh, all right, next bit of news I have here is well, obviously we're continually getting more and more um, delays. Unfortunately, who knows what you know our end of the years lists are going to look like now as more and more movies get keep getting pushed back, and some of them may even get be getting pushed back to two thousand twenty one. But uh, James Wan's new horror movie, uh, Malignant, which is supposed to be a take on uh, the Giallo, uh, Giallo films, uh, will not, no longer be releasing in theaters uh, this August. The movie was supposed to release August 14th, 2020, but that has been uh, pushed off the schedule. Um, the movie is described as um, an original horror movie, not based on any existing IP um but it is part of course of of the giallo subgenre um yeah so i'm excited to see that just cuz it's something different from one and uh yeah but we'll have to wait a little bit longer for that one unfortunately um also continuing on with the delays one i was pretty excited about uh, a24's newest horror movie saint maud has also been pushed um it was originally supposed to release on April 10th, uh, Easter weekend, but that has also been pushed to an undecided date. Um, so yeah, St. Maud though, is about a chilling, uh, St. Maude is described as a chilling and boldy original vision of faith, madness, and salvation in a fallen world. Um, I actually saw the trailer for that, I think, when I went and saw Our Invisible Man, um, and it looked pretty interesting. So that that is one that is definitely on my personal radar for sure um but yeah thoughts on either of those ones gentlemen
0: it's just a bummer like i can't believe yeah. that we're about to be april and i still have a movie i rated a two out of ten on my top ten <laughs> so, so shit's got to start coming out because i can't have that happen
2: by the end of the year right
1: and yeah, they might just dump everything on demand man
2: i mean i wouldn't be opposed to it that's for sure
1: no, but not for 20 bucks, man. Because if yeah. I go to the movies by myself, it costs me 6 50 It's like, 20 bucks is ridiculous.
2: Right. So for me, it really doesn't make a difference because Sam and I go together and I usually always pay for her. So, like, I'm paying over $20 anyway. So it doesn't affect me, but yeah. I, I can understand, like, the people who are solo. Paying $20 is definitely a lot. But you also don't have to go to the theater and you're getting it the same day. So, I mean... Yeah, there's some
1: pluses. Yeah, but uh, yeah, with, like Steve said, man, my so far underwater is still number one, and that's shocking to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, but I guess the lodge is still coming out. It's yeah, on demand soon, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, going to be
2: hitting out on demand soon, and I think there's um, uh, I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on Gretel and Hansel. I, I current it's in my top ten right now. Um, but I would be surprised if it gets there by the end of the year, but. I mean, the way things are going right now, it probably will. So, we'll see. Um, all right, next bit of news here for all of you. People subscribe to Shudder. It has just been announced. They are going to be celebrating halfway to Halloween month, all month long, this April, um, with the return of Joe Bob Briggs' Last Drive-In. I know you guys are i'm sure super excited for that um but that will be premiering on april 24th at 9 uh p.m uh live um the live feed so um, check that out as, it's as, really as well fun well. too I,
1: I can't recommend that enough
2: mm-hmm. yeah I, that. i've actually uh, i've actually never watched them live like i've watched like the repeats and stuff like that like do you watch them live todd or you just watch them like later on <laughs>
1: No, I did a couple of them live. I remember the um, Chud one was really a lot of fun when they did that.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Uh, all right, next bit of news here. For you, Fry the 13th junkies, Todd, I'm looking at you. Um, it has just been announced that the, a new 12-film Blu-ray set is on the way with new special features. Um it, they're going to be doing a uh, yeah twelve film box set released later this summer um, with Tom Matthews, C.J. Graham, and a ton of other um, special behind the scenes commentary. So um, nothing officially uh, announced as far as actual release date, but um, it will be coming this summer.
1: I don't know if I can do that again. I already no. got them all in blue and yeah, and they got the go crystal the special like. features. I mean, I don't know what more they can do, because the Crystal Lake Memories is, like, pretty in-depth. So, I I'll... Who am I kidding? I'll probably do it.
2: (laughs) Well, for those of you who maybe don't want to do that, the first eight films of the Friday the 13th franchise will be coming to Shudder this April. Um, Actually, to be exact, April 1st, so, like, within a couple of weeks. Um, And if that's not enough... They will also be releasing Crystal Lake Memories, the complete history of Friday the 13th documentary, and also Smoke and Mirrors, the story of Tom Savini, as well on April 27th, to Hell and Back, the Kane Hodder documentary will also be coming out. So a lot of awesome stuff coming to Shutter this month. And also, for those of you who don't know, you can use um, the code ShutIn right now and you get a 30-day free trial. There you go. A lot of awesome stuff coming.
0: I, I, I think Smokin' Mirror is already out. I think it's been out since January.
2: Oh, all right. Well, yeah, So, check you, it out now. This article is wrong. <laughs> but have yeah. you guys seen the Kane Horn documentary? It was actually really well done. No, I haven't. It good. Nope. It's very good. A lot, a lot in there about his accident when he uh, burned himself. I don't know how familiar you guys are with that story, but I didn't know it that well. So it was, it was pretty interesting.
1: I just know it happened. I don't know any other particulars.
2: Yeah. So basically, what happened was like he was like he was really young when it happened actually, and he was uh trying to get into like uh like film like the film industry and stuff. And basically, this like independent journalist like asked to do a story on him, and like he like went to like show her what happened, and he like had like this huge accident. Like he basically almost died. It was, like, really bad. Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, All right, next bit of news here. Oh, here's another bit of news for all of you on quarantine. Uh, The Lighthouse will be coming to Amazon Prime um, this on April 16th. So it made – it was in my top ten last year. Um, I don't know – I don't think it was in Todd's, but I think you did enjoy it. Right, Todd?
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. But I don't know why you had to spill your beans.
0: (laughs) So and I don't. <laughs> did you see it, yet, Steve? Yeah, yeah. I, I I like the performances in it. I like okay. the style of it, but I thought there was too much of them doing nothing. Okay, like to put in my top ten, but it, it was like a seven point five eight for me. So all right, cool, still pretty so,
2: good. Yeah, so I mean, I think all three of us would say check it out uh, when you can. If you got Amazon Prime, you'll get it for free on April sixteenth. So yeah. Um. Oh, and also. Uh, I think I got one more bit of news here. Um, Well, obviously, rest in peace. We mentioned it earlier, but of course, Stuart Gordon. We lost Stuart Gordon uh, at the age of 72. Um, Passed away peacefully in his home, from what what I'm reading here. Um, And yeah, we'll be doing a full um, retrospective on his filmography next week. So you'll be able to hear more of our thoughts next week on that. But definitely rest in peace to a definite horror legend in um, Director Stuart Gordon. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's a good place to kind of leave it off for now. Um, One last bit of news, actually, is the Winchester House is offering a free um, virtual tour of the house. So if you want to check that out, you can um, check it out. Uh, You can get your currently uh, enjoy special access tour for free until April 7th 2020 so while you're stuck in there you can explore the house so yeah i've been there have you yeah it's That's pretty cool, cool. i didn't think, I I think think get any actually, like mention that yeah yeah
1: i didn't get any haunted vibes but it's pretty like quirky and stuff like that cool so i recommend it now what do we have we're not doing uh, trivia right
2: no so yeah, Gonna go straight into, into the hunt. hunt. Let's do it. <laughs> oh! Hey! What is happening? What is all of this?
0: Did You see that article? Every year, these liberal elites kidnap a bunch of normal folks like us and hunt us for sport.
2: Last I heard, free speech
1: still
0: exists. Don't First Amendment me.
2: It wasn't real. Everybody get out of here! We were joking. There's been a killing spree. You gotta come here right now. Oh, can't you, see you actually believed we were hunting human beings for sport. <laughs> but you are. We have an opportunity here to teach these people. These are not real people. They're actors.
1: I'm playing an Arab refugee, but I identify as white. I think that's
2: problematic too in some way. You wanted it to be real, so you decided it was.
1: of sick people would even think of something like that white people we're the worst all righty i'll restart off the imdb here 12 strangers wake up in a clearing they don't know where they are or how they got there they don't know they've been chosen for a very specific purpose the hunt uh, a lot of controversy about this one it was supposed to come out last year and then a couple of shootings in the u.s happened pushed back to obviously this year and then the freaking outbreak destroyed it too so they dropped it on uh, streaming Uh, but basically what it is is um, you know it starts in an airplane where a gentleman wakes up and he starts freaking out and it's clearly like a high class airplane there's like like, there's actually space for the seats and everyone's dressed nicely and things like that also stars Dennis from the um, oh fuck same that damn show it's always sunny in Philadelphia anyway this guy wakes up and they immediately kill him and say he's not supposed to be up yet like we can't let him be up blah 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 next scene is a bunch of people wake up with ball gags in their mouth um, and there's a big old crate in the middle of an opening eventually they get the ball gags off talk for a little bit take out the crate and there's a bunch of weapons and then people start dying and it starts off very quickly that happens within the last 10 minutes or within the first 10 minutes and then people start running and trying to figure things out um uh, what do you take it away people
0: Go for it, Steve. All right. Uh, Okay, so... Yeah, so uh, another thing this film, I guess, is known for right now is that it pits kind of liberals against conservatives, like left versus right. Uh, The liberals being the people who are hunting and the conservatives being the people who are being hunted. And I know that the president actually tweeted saying, don't go see this movie, so... That was the whole thing that happened. That was in September. Uh, which president? Ours or yours? You, you, no, we don't have a president, so yours. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Trump uh, tweeted not to see this movie because he had heard it was a kind of an anti-conservative movie, which I don't think it is. But anyway, that that's beside the point. Uh, my feelings towards the movie, I thought the first 15 minutes were great. I thought the last 15 minutes were great. I didn't like the stuff in, in the middle uh, of those you know, the hour in between those two 15 minutes. Uh, I just think that there were cool kills at the beginning and there was a cool fight at the end, but all the stuff where they kind of force political stuff on you, uh, whether it's both conservatives and liberals, like really obvious stereotypes, and they weren't done well. Like they, if you're going to go for it, fucking go for it. Just go balls out. And they didn't. They just, it was just a really weird story. I didn't like the main actress. I thought she was really strange. Uh, I did like that they were kind of playing around, um, like, who's going to be the star of this film at the beginning. Like, it follows a character, and they are, like, known names, like Emma Roberts, I think, at first. And then she dies, and then another guy that you've seen before, and then he dies. And it's just, like, it's interesting that, to know when the real main character is going to come into play. And I don't know. I feel, I just feel like it was a weirdly struck film. The story didn't really make sense. Uh, there are things that I'll wait for what you guys to think about the overall movie that I really didn't like as far as like nitpicks of the story. But overall, it was a weird film. But grade 15, at start in grade 15 at the end. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: I... I am 100% right there with you. Um, I was really into it. I was, in fact, loving it for the first I, I don't know. As soon as she gets on the train to that point, I was like, "Oh, this, this is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Some of the comedy didn't land that well, um, but you can't, you know, please everyone with little quips and things like that. But ooh, after that, it definitely goes downhill. Um, I was really excited when, like you said, Oh, this is the main character. No, they're not. Oh, this is another main character. No, he just got blew up, like blown up. That was awesome. But man, they really forced some political shit in here too. And it wasn't even accurate either. It's like, if you're going to make the killers be someone, you kind of have to go with conservatives because they're the gun nuts. Like, Democrats or whatever, left people, like, usually aren't the ones that are going to be shooting guns, let alone wanting to kill people. So that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. They're complaining the entire time. Like, someone says, dude, and they call them out saying, hey, you got to be general neutral. And someone said something else. Regardless, anything they said was like, you got to be politically correct. So there's their own way of thinking doesn't make any sense for the how the movie is written if that makes sense to you guys like I don't know it, it was for, forgettable I watched the movie and I just like okay that's done I don't know, ever have to watch that again um, but yeah basically exactly what you said the beginning and the ending were the best parts and I did like the main chick even though her demeanor was just I don't know I, I, I guess that's how she's supposed to be but it just rubbed me the wrong way and you know just because you're a soldier. doesn't mean you're Jason Bourne. Um, so that, every time bugs me in movies, where are like, oh, you in the service, oh, huh? Afghanistan. That Okay, so now I can beat up James Bond. I get it. That doesn't make any sense to me. I, I absolutely hate that in movies. Um, but yeah, Joe, what you got?
2: Uh, yeah, I mimic a lot of what you guys are saying, for sure. Um, obviously, the, the I think Everyone was really excited about this movie, or there was just like a, like a, you know, there's like a, there was an aura surrounding this movie, clearly, because, you know, it got pulled after the, the mass shootings and whatnot, and so people were like, well, what was in there that was so controversial? And I really don't think this movie needed to get pulled. I, I mean, I can understand, sure, like, it definitely aims at dividing the country, like, so I can understand, I guess— why they would pull it like in in that aspect but i really don't think it was that like over the top where they would that it needed to get pulled um so you know there's that but yeah i mean i I, i'm with you guys though the first 15 minutes were really really fun um i was really shocked with how fast they killed emma roberts character off um you know with her being kind of a big part of the trailer i thought she was going to be in it longer than that but you know whatever um yeah but i mean yeah really fun 50 i I agree the first 15 minutes really fun the last 15 minutes really fun all the rest in the middle is just kind of like what whatever um the 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 political commentary is just like so in your face but it's not like even like steve said it's not even like really well done like it's kind of like they do the joke and then like the director like literally like looks at you and is like well that was funny right like you know like he, it's like he's like looking for, um, you know, like satisfaction from the audience or whatever, you know. And just to me, the most okay. of the jokes did not hit. I mean, there were a couple of scenes where I had like a little chuckle or something, but nothing uh, really, you know, <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, it was very middle of the road, pretty forgettable. The one thing I definitely, uh, I think, disagree with. Um, Steve on is... I loved the main actress. I thought she was the best part of the movie. I thought she gave a great performance. I thought she... Yeah. I mean, I I thought she was the highlight of the movie, to me. Um, And yeah, but everything else, I I totally agree with you guys on.
1: Yeah, you know, the political stuff was all like softball jokes too yeah
2: super i mean i know i could like kind of understand what they're saying like i feel like they were definitely going on like internet trolls they were trying to play off of that like it's kind of like what internet trolls would kind of say like on the internet and shit like that and how everyone's so sensitive i i mean and i understand that but it just like it just didn't hit it just would like like you know go like harder or whatever i mean it was just too it's too easy too softball
1: yeah definitely
0: Go see. yeah i was just gonna say uh yeah i don't know that the, about the the main girl i think todd hit a, a little bit on it where she's too much of a stereotype like she was just too tough and i ah. didn't buy it i don't know i just didn't buy it with oh, yeah. her performance and she, i don't know if you guys noticed this she was making some really weird faces sometimes like, <laughs> yeah. like she's trying to look tough but her like like eyes would pop out and it'd just be like weird as opposed to looking tough i don't know if that's like a character thing or I'm have never. I don't think I've it's it's not reading? Yeah. There's, it's just weird. I don't know. It really just didn't do it for me. Um, so yeah, that, that was my beef with her. Uh, I also hated how like poorly planned this whole like hunt was. <laughs> it just didn't, it just didn't make sense to me. Like, so they could just escape like super easily. And there's basically just a regular fence holding him in and it's just a person's house. It, like nothing makes sense to me. It's just, what the fuck is this? Uh, and her whole like reasoning for doing it was basically, this is what you thought we were like. So I'm showing you what you thought we were like to, to prove to you. I don't It was just like, yeah, it made no fucking sense. sense. <laughs> yeah. It's just, there's a lot of things about, and like you guys said, like I wish they, if you're going to go for the political stuff, really go hard, you know, just, it's almost like they were, they kept pulling back, just saying, well, we have to give equal time to both sides or else, you know, they'll both get mad. But in a way, it's like they're really alienating both sides because they're not, like, really going anywhere with it. It's just, I don't know. It was a failed attempt at what they were trying to do. Yeah.
1: You know, a more interesting movie would have been conservatives who are, you know, like I said, ultra, gun nuts, whatever hunting rich people and the, a rich person or something turning the tables on them. I think that would have been a better film, like, 100%. Yeah. And, like, t- take out the, like, yeah, like, you're right, Joe. Like, hey, man, did you hear my joke? Like, do I need to repeat it for you? To, like, it's like, oh, no. But, yeah, like, Poorly Plan, like, they have a bunker and that's it, and these people can run wherever they want, and they have – they. I don't know, man. There's so much shit you have to turn your brain off. Like, they had a contingency plan if they got picked up by the Russian or whatever they are military. But what if the Russian military is like, no, fuck you. Like, we're not going to let your fake diplomat in. Then they're screwed. It's like, it's just, it, you know what I also did not like is, sorry, one more thing, is that they kept hiding Hillary Swank. What was the reason for that? I can see if they're hiding, like, like um, I don't know, name a giant, like George Clooney, you know, something like that. Like oh fuck George Clooney's in this, but Hilary Slank's not like a big star anymore. No. It's like there's no absolutely no reason.
2: Well, and the problem is they already sh- they showed her in the trailer anyway, so it's not like it was a big reveal. Like I already saw her in the trailer. I didn't
1: even know that. Yeah. Jeez. Huh. <sighs> Man.
0: Yeah. What I was gonna say is like so it starts off there's this big box they open it and there's guns and stuff inside. Why? Like if, if you're getting if you're trying to get them to shoot each other, I get it. But if you're just going to shoot them, what the fuck was the purpose of that? It makes no fucking sense. I, I just... It's such a weird movie. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and... Like... Yeah.
1: No, it, no, you're right. Like, if you want to watch a better version of this, you can watch The Hunger Games, Catching yeah. Fire, Battle Royale... Running Man. Like, Battle Royale... Run, oh, Running Man. Don't get me started. I fucking <laughs> love Running Man. <laughs> yeah. But, um... No, Battle Royale, they give the kids weapons because the whole point is they need to kill each other off. But they're... Like Steve said, there's no what is the reason? Why would we give them pistols and fucking AR-15s and everything?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm that's assuming... Why, that's it, why I
0: thought this movie was.
2: I, I'm assuming it was like more of a political stuff, right? They're just kind of saying like, oh, well, all Americans can own and have guns or something like that? Like, I, I don't like, I don't know, but I'm just saying... Well, that's
1: not even a liberal thing. Right. Liberals hate guns. So right. why would they be killing people? It's...
2: Well, that's it's why like, it makes sense because like, okay, so why did she do it in the... Like, why did they do it in the first place? They did it just to prove that they could do it like okay i guess <laughs> you know but like it just doesn't make for a, a, a good movie or like a i mean the plot has to make some sort of sense it just makes zero sense
0: yeah so where i thought they were going to go with this is basically the hunger games i thought the whole point was that these rich elites put all these conservatives together in an arena that you can't get out of and it's like, okay, you guys like guns, you like shooting stuff. Well, now you have to shoot each other and kind of play off against each other. Like to, that. You like know, that. that's what I thought the movie would be, right? It's kind of showing, oh, you love guns. Well, how about you use them? But you have to use them against yourselves. So let's see how, like, crazy. I got like a lot. You know, and that's that's what it should have been. This, but it wasn't. It was, so it wasn't, that I was disappointed. But fuck, I don't know this movie just pissed me off.
1: <laughs> they they got out of the whole what made it interesting like the whole killing field thing like too quickly
0: but yeah and like
1: yeah. they should have made everything fake like everything you know exactly. instead yeah, of no, just exactly. the, yeah instead of just the the convenience store being fake like they lost it after that man there's some good building blocks in this movie but they just i don't know if they i don't I really don't know what their thought process was you know and then having like a kill bill style fight at the end while i did enjoy the fight it's still out of out of place you know it's like, hey, man.
2: Yeah, I, I and I, I really did. Perfect, enjoy it. perfect Netflix movie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's definitely not worth the twenty dollar um, fee. It's not worth a theater watch. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Netflix is definitely the right place for this movie. Um, I, I, but I did really enjoy the uh, grocery store scene. Like, that was a good scene.
1: Yeah. Now they killed. Yeah, but I like that that guy, and they killed him too fast. It's... Yeah, Shotgunned him, and he was well, killed, dead.
2: Yeah, I mean, they killed everyone too fast. Obviously, like, I mean, I don't know why they decided on that. I don't know if they just wanted this, the lead actress, just to look more like a badass, or they just kind of wanted to go with her. It could have been budget reasons, too. I, I don't really know. But, I mean, there was that guy for a while, the guy from uh, Boy Meets World and Butterfly Effect that was with her for a while.
1: The guy that gets the knife in the head?
2: Yeah, you remember him? He's like, he used to be really fat back he's in the day. He's yeah. huge.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember from All Rats. Oh, yeah.
2: Yep.
1: And uh, American History X, right?
2: That's right. Yep. I yeah, so. yeah, that's right. He's looking
1: good
0: now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, not, more, more things that bothered me, and I, I have a lot. I have a list of <laughs> these. So Hillary Strength's character has been training for the last, what is it, like three years, they said. uh, for a fight. So her plan was that I someone was three gonna months. Tra- months. Well, she has been training, right? Yeah, for, yeah. for this fight, essentially. And so you're get you're going to tell me that she kind of expected someone to survive and then come after her. It made no fight. Like, what the fuck? Why? That's true. She was yeah. Why wasn't she in the initial hunt?
2: Yeah, no, it made no sense. Well, and she had the wrong yeah. girl, right? That we find well, out. Did, that's, did that's, the, she? That's the big reveal, she, right? But she had a picture of her. I don't understand.
0: Was she really the wrong girl? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, cause she said I, that's she what they were like saying. been but... wrong, right? Yeah, but the picture was her.
2: Well, that's I true. figured like they looked her up after, like after they already got the wrong name.
0: That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's what I'm saying. It's just like there's so many fucking stupid things about this movie.
1: Yeah, you're right, though. Like she wasn't at the initial killing, so her plan depended on her escaping everything and getting picked up by the soldiers, and then getting released, and then getting, you know,
0: like, oh, man, the dumpster fire. Yeah. Yeah. And do, was that, like, old guy in on it, too, you think? They, they, they kind of said yes, but it wasn't 100% sure. Well, I think That was, was. her,
2: yeah. I'm going to go with you. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's just, I don't know. It just, that was a stupid, like, plot. It was like they almost wanted a twist, but when they revealed I was like, uh, who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It just, and wh- why the pig? Come on. That, that's just gratuitous killing as far as I'm concerned. I knew when that pig was, was released, I'm like, that fucking pig's going to die at some point. And,
2: yeah, I didn't yeah. The, the pig, because like, I was like, if it's oh, going for <laughs> politics, it should have been an elephant or a donkey. Right? Like, something like that. Like, I don't understand the, or, 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 of
0: the pig. Or have the pig, like, dressed up as Trump, you know, to piss off the conservatives or something. I don't know. Just, do something interesting with it. Yeah, well, that's I. Yeah, well, you know, why not just really play on? But that's what I think they they were so soft. Like go both sides. I don't care. But just do something more significant to go after it. Yeah. But it just held back. Yeah, they didn't go. They didn't go hard on any spectrum. No, no, they did. It's just they want to like throw a little shot on the left, throw a little shot on the right, yeah. and none of it landed. It was stupid. Um, we got a couple questions before we keep going. If you guys want to answer them, we have two them here. Uh, first sure. one from. Jacob the Harper, he says, do you think the film did a good enough job on the political satire angle it was going for, or do you think it didn't do enough? Nope. Nope. Not enough. (laughs) Not enough, or don't do it at all.
2: No. Like, I mean, it was just too, like, too easy. Like, too softball. Like, go, like we were saying, go harder. Like, I, I mean, I guess, like, not enough, Right,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Brian asks, would you survive the
2: hunt? Yes. Probably this one. It, it didn't seem that hard.
1: No. Those guys are all bunched in one little group. That's like the pers- perfect opportunity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Those are the, the liberal guys. It's so stupid, man. I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, the score's going down as we're discussing it. Yeah. <laughs> My score was it was higher than what I'm going to score it now, believe me. Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah that that happens sometimes though when uh like when we discuss movies i start realizing like either oh oh it's better than i remembered or it's oh maybe it's not as good as i had uh planned uh-huh.
2: yeah um what was it oh someone asked me if i can would consider it a horror movie because they said they wouldn't consider it a horror movie so what do you guys think of that
1: uh i mean you could put it in the spectrum and Towards Battle Royale or the Hunger Games just gotta I don't know.
2: It's close. Like it's I don't know if I don't think I wouldn't put this like as a harm personally. Um I, there's definitely like I guess some elements there, but I mean to me it's mostly like just like an action like slash thriller.
1: Yeah, I, I could see each argument,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but since we don't have yeah, a it's
2: lot of really gory, though, anyway. at times. Yeah. Yeah, but that's gore strange. doesn't always mean horror either, though. You
0: know. No, it doesn't. But I think that's where the horror part comes into it. Because right. other than that, it was just really kind of a dumb action film.
1: Mm-hmm. Anything you guys like besides? The first 15 and last 15?
2: (laughs) I mean, no, not really. Like, even, like, that bunker scene was kind of, like, eh, whatever. Like, it had some decent, like, funny kills and stuff in there, but it wasn't, like, super memorable or anything.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of something. Um, Everything that I liked was in the first 15, mostly.
2: Uh, Shoot. When she kicked the guy out of the car, I kind of laughed.
1: Yeah, that, that was a cool
2: scene.
0: Yeah. Runs his ass over.
2: Yeah, yeah right? You know, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's almost all in the first 15 and the last 15. Like, it's just... Uh, I, I, I thought... I was interested to see where they were going to go when they were on a train, and then they had kind of that... Uh, it was like an Arab or Indian family, and she thought they, they thought they were in on it, and then I wasn't sure. But then like, one of them turned out to be in on it, and the rest no it makes sense maybe. like yeah yeah exactly like <laughs> are you telling me that you predicted that she would be on that exact train going that fast like come on it doesn't make any sense because even he said okay let me back to track
1: i like that part when he first broke character i'm like oh fuck that's pretty clever
2: yeah
1: um but then yeah like he said that the soldiers were actual soldiers so just play along but yeah like you said so what was his role in the damn thing I hope that they hop in the fucking train and get picked up by the soldiers so he can get him out of it?
0: Like, I don't... I just don't get any exactly. of the motivations okay, no. for these people. Fuck, man. It's, a, it's, it's, like, it's like the studio told him, okay, we need a twist here, so do something. And they're like, oh, fuck, what do we do? Well, let's make one of them <laughs> in on it. And that's that's what they did. It made no fucking sense at all. It was completely useless, that whole scene.
2: Right. It's like they had, like, an idea... <clears throat> And then they just kind of went with it
1: without like thinking it through. Yeah, there's no checks and balances in this. Mm-hmm. This one actually needed someone in the studio saying, "Hey, this it doesn't make sense, guys." Mm-hmm.
0: God, and you, they had six months to say. Like, people have seen this. <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah, God. It's very
2: true. Yeah, it's about mm-hmm. I
0: still don't,
1: I, I I know. I know. I mentioned it, but I, I still don't understand. Like. A big flaw in their plan. Like, they're they're absolutely screwed if anyone gets out and tells somebody, you know what I mean? So they have to rely on the military buying this guy's bullshit that he works for the the, the U.S. government, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, such a big if. And, he, and then he pulls up in, like, a jalopy car, too. It's not even a nice car. I think someone from, the, like, the freaking embassy would be in, having escorts. You know, it's like... Man, it's like a like a teenager wrote it. I <laughs> oh, man. It's shitty. <laughs> All right, should we rate it then? I think the I think the girl's a nice body. The main girl. <laughs> yep, you know, I, there, I mean, there's yeah, there's plus for really <laughs> <liked her. Like laughs>
2: that. I agree. The highlight. I'm going with her as the highlight of the movie for me. I really liked her.
1: Yeah, she wore that girl's dress and got on her plane and. Yeah, oh, I didn't like... Me either. <laughs> I, I know, like, what are they doing? But I like when Hillary Swank uh, dived and caught the, the champagne bottle. That was funny. Yeah. But that was at the last 15 minutes, so we can't count that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess rate it. You guys... What do you think?
2: All right, well, it, I'll go first, because, I mean, we beat up on this movie a lot. Um, with that being said, it, I mean, it was okay like it i i didn't hate it um it kept me like entertained for the most part um even though it was like a stupid movie and it's not something i would really care to watch again or probably not even something i would recommend i think maybe um this would be maybe a decent one to throw on like with some buddies like if you're drinking or something like that it's just something you could probably like make fun of or poke fun of um yeah. I mean, to me, it's, it's middle of the road. It's forgettable. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go coming into the show. I, 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 had it at a six talking about it a little more now seeing more of the negatives um, than the positives. I, I'm not going to drop it that much. I'll i will give it i will give it a, I'll give it a five and a half.
1: Yeah. That's my exact score. Five and a half. It's, it's definitely not the worst movie I've seen in a long time. It's, you know well above the worst of you know 2017 18 and 19 but and just a just a big missed opportunity all around
0: yeah and I'm I'm a, you know I'm a little bit higher than you guys because as bad as it was I was entertained the whole time like I, I kept wanting to know what was coming next um so I give it a 6 but still it's just you take out those first, you know, the first 15 the last 15 and you just leave that middle hour and holy shit, it's, it's making my bottom five of the year, you know, and so yeah, disappointing for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think, this won't make any of us our, like, bottom of the year list, right?
0: Well, I'm just afraid. Yeah. Right, who knows, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, but no, probably not.
1: Yeah. Yeah, usually bottom of the list are, like, you know, two star movies or two
0: out of tens.
2: I will say, but... I think if Sam was on the show, I think she would be the most positive on it.
0: Uh, it, yeah, Is that because she didn't discuss it with us? Because honestly, <laughs> I had it
2: at a 7 when I started this. Yeah, and Wow, that's pretty high. I think Sam yeah, would be I, around a 7 on it. Not, she really liked the lead actress. Well, I would yeah. oh, do a 7, but you
1: guys had some good points. <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> <laughs> do some trivia real quick. <laughs> 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 well, I, get, I guess approved in the sense of it you know it's gonna be a bad movie.
2: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, honestly. Well,
0: uh, I, I'd say watch it if it's free, like if it's on Shutter or yeah, something like uh, that. Yeah, yeah,
2: that that's a good point. Like, I wouldn't pay to go out and see it or anything, but if you know, if it ends up on Amazon Prime or something like that, then yeah, you could do a lot. An worse.
1: excellent, sorry, an excellent laundry movie, though.
2: Oh yeah, to- totally. Perfect yeah. example. Yeah, for it's sure. a good laundry movie or a hangover movie, like sitting on the couch on a Sunday hungover.
1: Mm. Yeah. Fun fact, I uh, scrambled to get home yesterday, and first thing I did was watch The Hunt because I thought we were recording yesterday. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I can't, wa- I can't hang out with you, family. I got watch this stupid movie.
2: Yeah. Oh, and but, also, uh, I know people might have been wanting to hear our interview with Sierra McCormick that we mentioned last week, but... Unfortunately, due to the stuff that is happening right now, we have halted, like, any and all press, right, currently. Um, So, yeah, there won't be any, I don't anticipate us having any interviews until this all dies down, so, yeah.
1: Yep, bummer.
2: But she said she would love to come on, so maybe down the road we'll, we'll have her on.
1: Definitely. Well, next week we're doing Stuart Gordon, Um, so all you listeners, send in your Stuart Gordon memories, or favorite movies, favorite scenes, what you think about some of his classics, he's got reanimators, he's got one I really like, Castle Freak, and King of the Ants, which I don't think a lot of people have seen, but I I adore it, it's a really good movie, um, among others, so yeah, email us, or chat us, or whatever you gotta do
2: about Stuart Gordon. Yes, I will be going through pretty much everything I haven't seen of his, so... King of the Ants being one of them, and anything horror-related, I will be going back and definitely watching. Um, yeah. And I'm probably going to rewatch From Beyond, and Dolls it has been a long time. So.
1: I don't think I've seen From Beyond. So From I'm, there, I
2: think Tom I'm going to Awesome, that It might be his best work.
0: Oh, okay. I'm to add that one. Yeah, I was just actually telling Joe off the air before he came on, Todd, that uh, honestly, one of my questions is I haven't seen a lot of his movies. And... Uh, so I'm going through them, like powering through them. I've already seen four in the last two days, and oh, wow. I have eight more to watch in the next week. Uh, and they're all streaming. Like uh just quickly, Castle Freak was on Shutter. Stuck you like it? was on. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Nice. Uh, Stuck was on Amazon Prime. Pit and the Pendulum was on Tubi. Reanimators on Shutter. Dagon's on Tubi. King of the Ants oh, on Tubi. Good too. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Edmonds on Prime, The Dolls is on Prime, From Beyond is on Prime, and Bunker of Blood, Chapter 5, Psycho Sideshows on Tubi. So you can find a lot of his movies uh, on streaming services if you guys want to get ready for next episode. Nice.
2: I actually haven't sure. seen
0: Pit in the Pendulum. I just watched it before we recorded, so... Well, uh, worth how watching.
2: was it without saying too much? Worth watching. Worth watching. Okay, cool. It, it so definitely, I mean, like,
0: I watched uh, Reanimator, Castle Freak, Stuck, the and The Pit in the Pendulum last two days, and you definitely see his style. You know, uh, watching them all back to
2: back. Yeah.
0: And so, if you like,
2: if you like Castle Freak, I think you'll like Pit in the Pendulum. I have Frick's very up. fond memories of Castle Freak. That was a big watch for me back in uh, the high school days.
1: Yeah.
0: Did uh Did he do Reanimator two and three? No, no just the first uh, one. Okay. Good. They did do all the Honey I Shrunk uh, movies. So, so Honey weird. I Shrunk the Kids, yeah. Honey I Shrunk <laughs> Yeah. Those are good. Like even the T V show he did. He did all like everything that had to do with that series. So random. I always wanted an ant when
1: I saw that first movie. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Can <laughs> ride the ant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I need to I need to watch From Beyond and Pit of the Pendulum then, since I haven't seen those.
2: Do they still have the uh don't they have like a Honey I Shrunk the Kids playland at Disney World or something?
0: They did, but it's now uh, where the Star Wars uh, land is. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, But yeah, th- that was a fun memory when I was a kid, yeah. just going into that uh, giant place. It was like a place where people sent their kids when they want to do other stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Good times.
1: Rest Ooh. in peace. Yeah. I miss the back to the future, right? Oh, there's
0: Universal Studios, so never yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's The Simpsons now. Bastards exact same ride, though, just with a Simpsons uh, video instead of Back to the Future. It is a pretty good ride, though, the Simpsons one. It is, yeah. It, it actually, is, and it holds up. You know, It's one of the older rides they have there because they got rid of almost everything, and it, it holds up. It's pretty good.
1: Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Stay safe, stay healthy, watch movies, wash your hands, and that's it. Wash your butt. Wash your
0: holes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And uh, yeah, see you next week for Stuart. Yeah, bye. Bye. bye.